Welcome to the Military OneSource podcast. Military OneSource is an official program of the Defense Department with tools, information, and resources to help families navigate all aspects of military life. For more information, visit militaryonesource.mil. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Bruce Moody. Military families, they move a lot. So if they're military parents, that means their kids are changing schools a lot. With all of that change to help with that, we have the school liaison. That's our topic for the day. It's actually a topic of a whole series of podcasts. You can go back and find two previous episodes on this topic with my guests who are joining us today, Kristen Aqua and Meredith Ayala. So welcome to the both of you. Kristen, let's just start with you. Tell us a little bit about you and then we'll welcome Meredith. Thanks, Bruce. Yes, I'm Kristen Aqua. I am a school liaison um, at Headquarters Marine Corps, formerly a school liaison with the Army. Excellent. Meredith, over to you. Yes. No, thank you so much, Bruce. My name is Meredith Ayala, and I'm currently a family partnership specialist in a school division in Virginia. Prior to that, I worked as a school counselor for a number of years, and I'm military connected in a number of ways. All right. So we use that phrase military connected. It has some some legalese attached to it. So let's just begin with the definition when we talk about, well, who are these military connected students? Sure. So so that I don't get in trouble. Um, <laughs> Go for <laughs> it. The compact is defined. Um, a military connected child is someone who has a parent or a guardian caregiver um, that is serving in the United armed services, which fall under active, reserve, National Guard, or a parent who has recently left the military and has either been discharged or veteran status. But you'll learn military connected is very loosely, but just for, you know, so I don't get in trouble. It's that definition specifically. (laughs) Okay. All right. So the next question is, we're going to be focusing on life after high school, which is post-secondary education, but when does the planning for that transition begin for a military-connected youth? I am so glad that you asked that. So actually, you know, our parents really are our child's first teacher, and parents are their experts about their children. I'm going to go into research for a second. We'll tell you that the most accurate predictor of a student's school achievement is the extent to which a family encourages learning and that family and parent involvement is a predictor of post-secondary success and also meaningful employment. So when you ask, when does that planning begin? I would dare to say birth, maybe even prior. (laughs) Um, Data really supports, there's a connection between kindergarten readiness and post-secondary readiness. So all of the experiences, the opportunities, Even the challenges that our military-connected students face do help prepare them for that transition to life after high school. So when we talk about life after high school, what are we including in the context of this conversation? Because we're talking about post-secondary education. What are we preparing students for? Yeah, no, that's a good question. So we sometimes use post-secondary opportunities, post-secondary education, and life after high school interchangeably. What we're really talking about is after you graduate from high school, so whether that's work, whether that's four-year university, two-year apprenticeship, 
going into the military. So it's really either further education, jobs or trainings after high school. So it's really whatever comes next. Yes, yes. And preparing for that. So having as many opportunities to prepare during K through 12 so that when you are in your senior year, you have many paths that you could take. Okay. So by the time you get to senior year, you've moved a lot. How do these multiple transitions affect the experience of military-connected youth in their planning and their access to opportunities? Yeah, no, I'm so glad that you asked that. One of the ways that we see these multiple transitions affect students' post-secondary planning and access to opportunities is really through what we call our gaps and our overlaps in learning. So every school district does education in a unique way. And sometimes students will be in class and they'll hear references to curricula covered in earlier grades, and they must now make up that learning because they weren't in that school district at that time. Other times they'd hear there are many overlaps in learning with information, so our students may not feel challenged. So when we talk about access to rigorous classes, access to opportunities, that really is critical. Our military-connected youth may not have the same access due to when they arrive at a school. Gifted and talented and other services may look different as they transition from school to school as well as well as specialized programs with deadlines, such as career training programs and academy programs. So we also need to be aware that students transitioning may have held leadership positions in JRTC and other student organizations, not to mention as they're transitioning at the high school level, transitioning between AP, IB, dual enrollment can be challenging. We also want to highlight too, we know our military connected youth face a lot of challenges um, in their academic career, but they're also champions in their own journeys. So we often see them being more adaptable, resilient, and a lot more mature than their peers. And many of them have expressed that because of those frequent transitions that they felt that they were better prepared for life after high school and better prepared for those different career paths than some of their peers. Now, what about when military-connected youth are applying to or transitioning to their chosen path after high school? Can you share your thoughts, your experiences around supporting military-connected youth through the admission processes and their transition to whatever post-secondary opportunities they elect to, to pursue? Yes. So within the school liaison office, as we've shared in previous podcasts, the school liaison office is really a hub of resources. So with those different partnerships that we have with our education centers and community colleges and universities, we can really navigate or direct or guide families to information as it relates to the Yellow Ribbon, the GI Bill and FAFSA and scholarship deadlines. All of these different resources are still applicable regardless of which career path they take. Often cases, students can still utilize those funds or financial aid and scholarships. To It doesn't just have to be towards a university. It can be towards also vocational school, trade school, and things of that sort. Um, but just being aware of that information is very important. The other thing I want to say is, um, as a school liaison, many of us connect um, families with the district because there are so many resources within the schools and the district. 
on just those different um, academic programs. I've been blessed in the district where there's APIB, AVID, STEM, a governor school and immersion programs. And this may not be with every school district, but for families that I may have experienced this previously or want to get involved with it or felt that their student would benefit the most, it's really important for them to have access to that. And the other thing is like we always encourage our families to start as early as they can to connect with their desired school, with that school counselor. So then then they can start building their school course classes. So start doing those course selections and then learning specifically like the culture of their school district and then the different processes and the guidance that the school district also has. Yes, I absolutely love. I have had families contact me and contact me right now prior to their arrival to discuss not only the children's courses and accommodations, but even their goals and their interests as well. Just this week, I had one parent reach out to me whose child is not going into kindergarten this year, but is going in next year. And then also just recently, I had a family reach out to me with some some guidance around high school course advising because they may likely be moving here the following year. So as Kristen said, starting out early and, and developing those lines of communication is key. Many families you know, do have concerns about their child's high school transcript and how it might compare with students who've had the opportunity to reside in one district, kindergarten through 12th grade. We continue to encourage all of our stakeholders to look at the educational records through an asset-based lens and a strength-based lens, considering what our military-connected youth with all of their life experiences and navigating different different curriculum bring to their post-secondary communities. So Chris and I have been so fortunate to lead workshops at the local and national level where we actually compare transcripts and get folks thinking about that. So as students apply for post-secondary opportunities, start early. This includes taking those admissions exams, thinking about those letters of recommendation from teachers at a leaving school, if your family may be PCSing, really celebrating being a military-connected student and make it a part of admissions essays, career statements. You can absolutely address those transcripts, and, and we encourage students just to continue to highlight the amazing, amazing young adults that they are. So you both work really closely with the, the students, the parents, all the school liaisons too, but can you share with us what are some of the military-connected youth that you've engaged recently and what are they saying about their experiences uh, with post-secondary readiness for their transition to life after high school? Thank you so much for asking that. One of the favorite parts of, of my position is I do get to connect with our military connected students and graduates. And just recently, we were able to conduct focus groups um, with current high school students, as well as college first year students and recent college graduates. And we asked them those questions. How was the transition or how are you feeling about the transition? And they actually all shared pretty related stories. So Our high school students and our seniors told us that they really weren't nervous about transitioning because for military-connected youth, transition is natural. I'll tell you, just last week, I met with a fourth grader who had attended six schools and was very proud that they had attended six schools. So I just think of the resiliency of that military-connected kiddo. Moving frequently, you know, they have said it has helped them gain perspective. 
learn how to communicate and interact with anyone, very respectful with different and diverse cultures. Our first year college students and our recent graduates echoed the same and even told us that they ended up helping their peers um, with their transition. So they continued to tell us just that the successfully navigating those gaps and overlaps that we talked about and navigating those transitions, engaging in challenging courses that impact time management made the transition fairly easier or seamless for them. I agree. Thank you, Meredith. Um, in my experience with the youth who have um, attended installation youth centers and youth programs, they've shared the similar perspectives as well. Um, many of them enlisted immediately after high school. Some went on to four-year universities, some on to vocational schools, and others just went straight into the workforce. And some have like, they're on Wall Street, but they've all expressed due to the exposure as a military connected student, like that, those experiences, life at the high school was really easy and really smooth. They really appreciated the different youth programs that we offer within our youth centers and our youth programs, such as like youth sponsorship, youth council, um, those youth leadership forums, and all the other affiliated programs that we offer within our um, child and youth programs and our child and youth services facilities. So what I got back from them is that they were further prepared because they had opportunities to be a leader within their community. They had opportunities to review data and assess it and and really develop those critical thinking skills. And it really prepared them for their next chapter into adulthood. So again, referring to a statement that I made earlier as it takes a village to support the whole child. I think the collaboration with the installation and the school and the community all gathering together around our military connected students to providing them with that strong foundation and supporting and building our future leaders is imperative. And it really helps them with creating and having a stronger sense of self and a stronger confidence. So when they go out into the world, they already know what to do. They already know what to expect. And even if they don't know what to expect, they know how to manage it and work through it. Christian Aqua and Meredith Ayala, thank you to the both of you. And really thanks to all of those who serve as a school liaison, to our military families, to our military parents and our military connected youth. Thank you for all that you do for our military families. Thank you. Thank you. And, you know, want to remind everybody that we covered a lot of ground. So we did it over three separate episodes and we'll provide links to the other two because this is a set of episodes uh, in which there is a whole lot of information for military parents. So thanks for joining us and uh, want to remind everybody that uh, Military One Source is an official resource of the Defense Department and we want to hear from you. We have a link in the program notes. You can click on it, send us a note, a comment, a question, uh, or even let us know what you'd like us to talk about in a future episode. Be sure to subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts because we cover a wide range of topics that help military families navigate military life. I'm Bruce Moody. Thank Thank you for listening. Take care. Bye-bye.